Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. into the online broadcast network after buzz tv over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment after buzz tv the destination for tv super fans producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite tv shows interviewing celebrities and showrunners and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives all thanks to e entertainment's maria menounos producer kevin undergaro and internet leader akamai now let the buzz begin ladies and gentlemen that episode took place episode called atonement of revenge this is going to be a different episode on a couple here in studio hey hey all phil svitek and uh we have not killed off the rest of our co-hosts roxy stryer and christina kaplan are not here the, what timing that they are not here for the most here? epic episode of all time ever we're going to talk about it right off the bat. Daniel's death. Uh, Daniel's dead. Phil, I just don't even know how to feel anymore because I, I, had, I had very mixed emotions with this episode because I was so happy to see Henry Cherney. Nobody's happier to see Henry Cherney than I am. I, I yelled when I saw his name on in the just, credits. Just in the credits, you know. It's going to happen. And then they killed Daniel. Then they killed off Daniel. I just I just don't know how to feel. And you know what? Um, we'll kind of go down the list of who we thought it was as it progressed um, throughout the episode. I should have seen it coming because it was using the device of the poems and the letter. The episode was very poetic, mm-hmm. and that's Daniel, and Daniel's dead. That, I don't know that I would have said, oh, we should have seen it coming because it was so poetic. Uh you did you did hate on it a little bit. You're like, oh, is he gonna read a poem? I wanted to read a poem. <laughs> I wish he would have now. I don't think we ever heard any of his poems. I mean Now they're just lost. You know what they could do, revenge revenge writers, if you're out there, I think you should release a book of Daniel's poetry. We would buy it. Okay, let's again, because <laughs> this is We just watched this episode. Our emotions are really high. They're really high. We're so too we excited. Will, we're gonna be all over the place, but how does I mean? How does this make you feel? I'm torn because I love him as a character, even though he's so flawed. And with the baby on the way now, he was he was going to a good place. And we were talking about the chemistry between him and Emily Van Camp, and obviously they're dating in real life. So it's a huge loss to the show on multiple levels. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So how do you feel about this 
as soon as you're d- done adjusting your mic. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to adjust it to make it. Thank you. Uh, I think I just said, Phil. I don't know how to feel right now. It's just so. Make up an emotion. <sighs> Is it sad? Is it mad? Is it glad? All right. Well, strictly speaking about Daniel. Um, yeah, I think what a, a major, major loss for the show as it stands. And I'm not saying that I've lost faith and this is the end of revenge. Because as much as I miss Henry Cherney, right, it's been like, it's been really good this season. Um, but right now I just feel like, uh, what a loss. How are they going to go on? And I was loving at Daniel and Emily together and I just really wanted to see that progress. And so, yeah, I would say overall I'm really sad, but I thought it was an amazing, um, uh, they really, the, the teaser was they, you know, revenge deaths are always great, right? For lack of a better word, whatever right. they used in the marketing. And this was, this was so epic. It was. And I think they also really did, um, a really great evolution of his character, uh, because, you know, I don't, I don't know that we ever met him as like being a genuinely good guy. I think, by the time we met him, he already had like a bit of an edge and was jaded and, you know, his, his father, his mother, his lifestyle had already corrupted him a bit, right? By the time we met him initially. Um, so to see him sort of, you know, get worse as time goes on, see flashbacks of him being, you know, the, the guy with a good heart and, you know, the poet's mind and, uh, and to see him go down such a dark path and, and, you know, to tonight, you know, he died trying to save Emily's life. You know, I was just, I just feel like, and that was really poetic too. And that he died in Emily's arms. That's going to kill Victoria, by the way. And, and Margo. <laughs> and Margo. You know what, what about Margo? Whoops. I mean, obviously we'll talk about that in, in predictions, but it, it's just, a, it, it's in that regard. And, 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 you know, they share their last kind of words of like, you know, uh, I wasn't fully lying with you. And he says, "I know." So uh, you know they they that, those are very beautiful choice words at the end. And so I mean, you, again, you don't want to take away from that moment, but then you question be, be, because of how they built up Margot, and I, I felt like he he does love Margot, but did he truly ultimately love Emily deep down? Well. My answer is going to be yes. I, absolutely, I think he did. And I think that that's part of the reason why, you know, he ended up shooting her was because he just, he, he did love her so much and he felt so betrayed and so, uh, just bamboozled by her, you know, and, and that was devastating to him. So, uh, so yes, I think he would much prefer to have been having a child with Emily had he not sterilized her. Yes. And by the way, here's the interesting shift, and, and I want to kind of talk about this. And again, we're going to kind of go over. Um, but the fact of, right, he's he, Daniel's been harping about that it's Victoria's fault that, you know, um, he doesn't want this to come on to him. He doesn't want to be the person that, that you, know, you know what I mean, that gets the consequences of Victoria's actions. He wants to be out. So when it all blows up in everyone's face, including Emily, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Right. How poetic that he's the one to to now suffer this, right? Right. But then, as as um, in, t- in in today, you know, Victoria ironically 
points it back at him and says, you lied to me about Kara, and that's why I did what I did. Because I wanted to trust you and I couldn't. So how does that, like, is it now Victoria's fault? Is it now ultimately David Clark's fault? Because, you know what I mean? Like, that no. that's just that little tiny insertion shifts the dynamic. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, first, I don't, I don't know that we ever had that little detail that she stole his computer. Did we know that before? Not even that. Well, I don't, we can assume as much, I think. Okay. So, because I think that makes the betrayal that much worse. That not only. But he lied about the wife. Who cares? There, she never took the opportunity to say, hey, David, uh, I know the truth about your wife. How about you? Tell me about it. And, you know, instead of just confronting him with it, instead of not moving away with him and their children together because she doesn't really trust him, she frames him for terrorism. I mean, no, nothing's, well, nothing's point, changed. She, well, she was hesitant. Well, the whole point was that she was hesitant to do to leave with him. And then by that point, it was too late because it was either frame David Clark or lose Daniel. I don't think it's an either or. <laughs> um, but she did. I mean, hey, I, I, I like that we can kind of now see a sweeter side of Victoria. For so long, we've hated her, rightfully so, to, for the most part. Yeah, I don't think it changes anything. I really don't. I, I really think, yeah, if that's if that is a detail that I mean, yeah, certainly that would that would stop me from wanting to move in or move away with somebody like. Oh, you've been hiding the secret about your ex that you told me was dead. Yeah, I think that might be a deal breaker for me, but I don't, I don't, no, you don't frame your lover for terrorism. Okay, fair enough. However, deep down at the very, at, at, at the very least, it reaffirms that Victoria has always cared about her kids, specifically Daniel. Okay. She was that willing, at least in her mind, right? Again, we don't quite know. We'll never know the truth with her. She may be always be lying, right? That was Daniel's point. But at least I, I can believe her, at least after tonight, that she always cared about Daniel. And so now, how many... She's gone through all these lengths to protect Daniel. And he's gone. So, you think she's going to get even witchier? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, she gave... I, mean, I don't know how much she knew about Kate... And, and, and her full background about being Malcolm's daughter. But she gave up Emily for the most part. At least, you know, it, it, I mean, she, I, I don't know if she just wanted to do it from a financial standpoint or whatever. I don't, I don't know what the full motive there was, but obviously she didn't care. Right. Right. So, so she didn't care. So she doesn't care about David that much still. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because. Dude, I mean, well, I mean, she did tell the truth, but again, it was. She thought she could have Daniel and David at this point. Right. But to love a man who loves his daughter so desperately is to love his daughter, too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she she just said to him last week or, or a couple weeks ago, you know, I want Amanda in our life, too. If that's what I'm willing to drop all of this. Oh, right. Because when she was in the hospital, she was like, it's it's too much. I almost died. I want to just put it in the past and have a future with you. So you're saying the option should have been go to Emily directly as Victoria and say, hey, there's a way to get your father out of this. We don't have to tell him. But because, you know, I know you think I'm on a different angle, but just you got to give up 
they're all about the debt and just give up the debt and that's it. Yeah, and I'm glad that you you said that because it reminds me that at the very beginning of the episode, uh, David said, promise me you're not going to interfere. And she said, I'll do what's best. Always. And I, yeah, we flagged that from the get-go. So what's best in this situation is to send a killer Emily's way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Victoria's obviously not going to see it that it's her doing that Daniel's dead. She never takes responsibility. But I, I want to say this, too. I, You know, Victoria's mother treated her horribly. And she, uh, horribly, she, she, I can't remember whether she really pimped Victoria out or she was... To a degree. Yeah, okay. So, or was she just accusational with Victoria, like, as though she was, like, Victoria was flirting with her boyfriends when she was, like, 12? It was a little bit of both. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, uh... One led to the other. Okay. Which came first? The chicken. Okay. Perfect. Uh... So I, I feel like Victoria really never got, like, the kind of nurturing, um, mothering... None of them did, though. <laughs> no, I know, but, like, but how is Victoria supposed to, like, nurture and love when she never got that as a child? Which, like, you know, your formative years, those are important. That's that's when you learn all the nurturing and loving. Yeah, but it, it just seems like, um, you know, uh, every, it, it just seems... All whether it's this TV show or any other TV show. So let's talk about Daniel, though. Right, he's he's becoming a father. Right, so is Margot. So this is the time to kind of reflect on your life. Who am I? What have I become? How did I become this? Do I want to be this? And how do I change if I don't? So even though Victoria didn't have that in her life, she could look upon that and be like, "Did I like this? No. What can I do differently?" As a mother. Okay. Okay. And where is Charlotte? She's going to find out. Yeah. She'll be at that funeral. She better be. I mean, this is, this is her brother. This is the man that's paid her rent for the last year. At uh, least two years. Absolutely. All right. So we've, we've kind of, um, in a good way, taken a, a, a path of talking, not talking about Daniel as much. So let's talk about, as we're going through this episode, David sets his own plan in motion and says, hey, whatever happened, you know, to Emily, whatever happens tonight, just go with it. And he he buys poison off of a man who says he's changed, meaning David Clark. And we're watching this, and right before we go to commercial break, we're having lovely wine, and in it goes... The belladonna. It's like a, it's an, it's a plant. It's an herb. It's or a poison. It, but it's poisonous, right? It could take down a two, you know, and, and I, I thought two, I thought at first it was like, okay, it can take down a 200 per, pound person. This person can be over 200 pounds. You know, I thought, I, don't, I didn't know where we're going with this. And then it didn't really matter much because well, it's Victoria and well, there's no way she's over 200 pounds. Well, he said 200 pound man. And so I think they threw that in there because it's like Victoria is such a tiny woman, right? So, yeah. so I think that's why that line was like, ah, it's definitely going to kill Victoria. Yes, no, that absolutely, and plus it threw us off the trail of like, um, you know, it could take down a man. And so we thought, is he going to kill Mal? Like, who's he going to kill? Right. Yeah, who could he possibly go after? We thought like he's going to directly kill Malcolm Black. I did. I don't know about you. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Or at least that was the motive. Right. Not. Right. He he was like, I'm I'm I've been a prisoner and I won't be anymore. I'm not gonna Yeah, I thought he was going after Malcolm Black. Um certainly not a good relationship if uh, the person you say you love you're debating about whether or not you should poison. Yeah, well, I'm glad to see it, though, because I was really concerned that he was just totally trusting her. But I guess it's one of those keep your friends close and your enemies. But that's not good when you can, it's not good Mm -hmm. in a relationship when you can snap at any moment and instead of being like Victoria, listen, I feel like you keep lying to me and I love you, but you gotta stop lying to me, so let's be honest rather than like, yeah, I feel like she's lying to me. Let me poison her. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's quite an extreme to jump to. Well, I feel like he was in prison for how many years? Mm-hmm. And then underground all those other years. I mean, he wasn't in that silo really, but he had to keep like under uh like off off the grid, you know? And um and that was all her doing. But he does he know that? But well, he certainly does now. But he's known I mean, he know he he knew that like he didn't really blow up that flight. So, and who would have been more responsible than the Graysons? Then throw, but that's what I'm saying. At the very like, you know, first off, the one clue, and I don't know how we got this, and you, you can maybe speak to it. Um, whoever was going to die was going to be close to Conrad, which should have been a dead giveaway, by the way, <laughs> because they kept using flashbacks of Conrad and Daniel. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, Victoria's, I mean, you can argue she qualifies or she doesn't qualify. I don't know. Right. But I think we talked about in predictions last week, we're like, well, okay, well, it's not going to be Daniel. It's not going to be Victoria. It won't be Emily. It won't be Jack. Like, you know, we sort of ran through them like that. But imagine, if, like, I mean, for a moment, that was a possibility. I know. We were watching that commercial break and then you know it was like it, could it could he literally poison victoria i know um didn't happen but it could have and it might next time and i feel here's the again i don't know i just i just feel like for david clark's sake instead of being at those two polar opposite extremes and i don't know how it's now it's going to be very very weird because again as we'll talk about it in predictions but she's now See, you're because of your daughter, my son is dead, blah, blah. But he just needs to throw a tantrum and be like, why don't you tell me the truth? You know what I mean? That's I don't know. I think maybe he just needs to take her out. Kill her, you mean? Yeah. We'll, f- we'll find out how that goes. Um, all right. So, but that's, as we were watching the episode, again, they threw us for a curveball thinking that it could be Victoria. Wasn't that? Okay. Um, for a while, you and I thought, could it be Jack? Did we think that? Well, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> here's why I joked about it, because um, for those of you who are avid um, fans of this show and have listened to us, hopefully, for a long, long time, um, which it seems like uh, there's, there's quite a few of you, so, I mean, we're getting uh, in the hundreds of thousands of downloads, so I imagine that's... Repeat customers here. Yeah, repeat customers. I like it. Um, but, you know, we, we've obviously had Nick Wexler, who plays Jack, and Jack can't help but try to write himself out of the script. Well, He's awesome. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. But this poor guy 
feels like he's undeserving of this show. And so it was like, did he convince them? To did write did him he off? finally say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it just it just didn't seem like the right time. It just would not have made sense this episode. There was nothing really that I but I But it could have it could have to some degree because he's dating. Oh, yeah, Kate. You, know what? you know what? I did think that when he was on his way over there. Are they is Yeah, I mean it was because it, it was a convergence. Right. And wait right. And he said call Emily, tell her not to let Kate in the house. I was like, Oh my god, yeah, you're right, you're right. I totally thought that. And for me, it was even before that because, you know, uh, Jack's always said, well, you know, don't get me in the middle of this, blah, blah. And he's never kind of wanted to, to, to be part of this, you know, whether in this season or even before that. And, um, you know, he, he, he for the most part, he's always been a victim of, of these circumstances. And so how ironic that, of course, Jack is dating the enemy, right? And um, And so it would be ironic for him to be the sacrifice yeah yeah it and poetic and very poetic yeah but but, but you know what he uh, i'm glad he's kind of changed in his own right because um he had that line of like all right listen if she's if she's evil i want to know but if she's good i need an apology yeah (laughs) so he's just kind of i like i like the level he's gone to of being able to just say that yeah yeah What, what what do we think about Ben this episode um I think he was tipped off a little bit by um how much Emily cared for um Jack but we'll see but do you feel like he was he was like yo why you step in uh like he felt like she was had in love feelings for Jack maybe that's what it seemed like to me yeah that he was like whoa I thought you guys were just friends whoa but yeah. maybe not. Yeah, uh, I mean, her reaction was because he joked about it. He's like, "Yeah, we even got a we even got a pool, you know, a bet going down at the station." And she's like, "Wait, is that serious?" Yeah, she's like, "I gotta go. I gotta get out of here." Yeah, she just couldn't stomach talking about it. Um, but he's got to start getting more into. He's going to have to start investigating her at some point. I think, right? Because he just keeps running into her. Now, everywhere he's investigating or dropping off files. Well, here's, I mean, not to get too far into this, but now it's going to be very suspicious. Okay, you have Daniel who's dead. You have Emily who's bloody. You have an FBI agent, quote unquote, um, although in theory we have this confession from her, right? Um, and then Daniel's just at the scene. So, you know, we're going to have to have some sort of story you know what i mean like you can't you can't tell the public or the police this story why they when they have her tape confession yeah but emily never likes that she's like no no cops on this no truth but let me so, handle it but the, then even so like okay what so you can reveal that you know she's malcolm um malcolm's daughter but then okay why is she after you oh because of david clark and then what else and, and how did daniel know well, you know, but Daniel, just, was, just, Daniel was just on the beach. Okay, I'm not sorry. Uh, yes, Daniel. Um, but then Jack. Jack's going to have a tough time with it. I don't know because he was like giving it to her and they already. Give it to who? <laughs> to uh, Agent. To Agent Kate? Agent Kate, yeah. 
agent sexy pants. And he's uh, a double agent. He just happened to know that no. she was up to no good, and he's been tracking her for a while. That she's Malcolm Malcolm's daughter. Maybe, maybe he there like after their date because that was still the night of Nolan's party, which they went to together, heavily attended by the Hamptons. She was like, "Oh, let's stop here. You know, I'm just gonna." No, that wouldn't make sense. She wouldn't tell him to wait in the car. Uh, but maybe he went to go see Emily originally, and while he was in the restroom, all hell broke loose. You know, girls fight. Sometimes it just gets out of hand. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out to both the public and the police. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, for a while, it could have been Jack. Yeah. And then if Kate died, which she's dead. We, we didn't we didn't care one bit. <laughs> we didn't care at all. Did you believe her for a second? I wanted to. I was hoping. Why? Because she's so pretty. Emily needs... I actually don't find her that attractive. However, Emily just needs a good friend. A mm. female friend. Mm. Who's she got? She hasn't, you know... She might have Charlotte soon. She She had the real Amanda Clark. She's dead. <laughs> she had her. Well, she's dead. All right. But that, so I mean, in terms of the. By the way, all the suspects we predicted. Yeah, we were way off. We predicted Ben. Uh, ben was barely in this episode. Oh. And we predicted Margot. I, I really hated Margot at the very end, at the last shot when they were like when Daniel's poem was being read or letter it's not a poem we just okay his letter to his father is being read and she was just like in her bathroom like spraying on perfume I just like wanted to punch her in her stupid pregnant face okay you realize you cannot <laughs> say that especially right now only because she it, it, it's supposed to it's the, the the point of that shot is to juxtapose it with her you know she's She's excited to see Daniel upon his return because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they found peace, at least for the time being. Mm-hmm. And she's excited to have a father for her child. Unbeknownst to her, he is dead. Yeah. That's... So I don't know if you can make those statements without it, getting a lot of fan backlash. Well, I will take the fan backlash. I don't know any fan who's like, yeah, we love Margot. Great. Yeah. Okay, but um, you have to I empathize also feel like, with her. I also feel like it's a huge French stereotype, which I don't think is okay to just like be just, you know, layering on the perfume right before bed. It just doesn't... Who does that? The French don't really do that. I feel like it's a horrible stereotype. I feel like you're missing the point. <laughs> What's the point, Phil? I I don't like Margot. I don't like her. I wish she would have been the one. Okay, the the point is that this is a this is Daniel's Daniel wants to be father, now he's not a father. I know, which is awful. This is Daniel's fight. We lost Daniel and kept Margot. It's that is the bigger loss. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. Um, I know. I mean, here's the thing. No offense. Again, we went through it and we picked our picks because that's who we were willing to sacrifice. That's true. But in at some point. I said, oh, well, maybe it's like Conrad's grandchild is kind of close to Conrad. So, so therefore. I was, so my point, I was like really hoping that it was going to be Margot. I'm over her. Get her out of here. Oh, she's going to stay around. Well, maybe not. Maybe she'll be so devastated that she'll just go back to France. You realize she has now a strong hatred for Emily. She has to. 
Just because Daniel died in her arms trying to save her life? Yes, because <laughs> if it wasn't for her lies, none of this would have happened. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> it's just, think about it. The whole show wouldn't have happened if not for her lies, but... I, un- I understand this. Uh, okay. So we've, t- we've talked about Victoria. Um, we've, we've talked about Kate. We, um, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about Nolan and... Let's talk about Lolan. Lolan. Just because, I mean, I, I don't know what else really there's... And then we'll get back to Daniel again. Okay. We'll bring this full circle. But let's talk about Lolan. Okay. Uh, amazing selfie. I know. Are they? Is he falling for her? <laughs> is, is there a connection? Okay. What? Remember when Nolan said, "There's another way out of this." Which, okay. The theme of tonight: running or not running. Yes. So there, there, there was a different way. Yeah. You didn't have to run. But was that was that it? That's the other way. Not running. He already said, "Don't run." Yeah, well, he's got something in mind, so we'll we'll find out. But but, what could it be? And, and does it mean? Does is it also selfish because he wants her to stay? Well, it's definitely selfish because he wants her to stay. But I just wonder what he has in store for, her, like, what his his big brainy idea is for her. You know what? I don't think it's a brainy idea. I think it's a heart idea. Yeah, is that what you think? A heart, by the way, heart. People, get your head out of the gutters. What? Anyway. No, in case they thought I said hard. I did not. I oh. said heart. Oh. Well, tell them tell them what you said before about what what our push together name should be. It should be um fan. P H A N. It's not it's not really the one that I did. Um, um there's um there's one where you combine Anna's first two letters with the last letters of my name. There's one like that, too. So, you know, Phil vote on it. To, Phil wanted to take a selfie like Nolan and Louise did. Of, of Anna and I. But right. anyway, that's neither here nor there. Oh, we'll post it on our social medias. Uh, Koppel for mayor. Spell out. K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And at PD Svitek. <laughs> Actually, just tag me as Roxy Stryer. That way people are like, ew, she's hideous. Ew. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Phil, you're a very attractive man. Thank you, but not lady. Um, I don't know. I just uh, the the point of the, the Lolan subplot is I think it, I, I I like it. I like them together. So. I love them together. I think they have incredible chemistry on screen, and I love them as friends. I love them as you know being sort of the the richest social outcasts in all of the Hamptons. Absolutely. <laughs> And I think that, you know, they just have a lot of fun together. Is he into her? Like, does he... I mean, he's he's been with women before. Padma. Padma. Yeah. That was sad. Um, but, but I don't know if that's where this is going. Fair enough. Um, always the great team of Nolan and Emily, though. We're, we're searching for... Um, we're searching for Kate. And by the way, I, I love how Emily was, she was just amazing with her, uh, you know, taking the phone, taking the clip yeah. from the gun. Yeah. Very fast. And she, she showed, uh, she showed Kate, like, don't mess with me. She, uh, she must know close up magic, you know, but 
Yeah. Nolan, by the way, I liked how he tried to do his fighting. Yeah, and she's like, don't do that. Stop that. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. Um, he did like that thing where he like shook his hand, you know. He's yeah. like, ah. Um, Ow. Let's, let's talk about the final fight because, I mean, it was just, it was just so intense. It was a fun girl fight. It was. Yeah. Um, and I, here's, here's the thing. I, it, right off the bat, I said, I feel like Emily should be having, Emily should have an advantage because it's her home. It's not her home, home, but it's. Right, but she's been in there a lot. Yeah. And it was Kate's first time. Yeah. So she should have an environmental advantage. Right. Um, and as soon as we were on the balcony, I, I was reminded of what happened to Fo Amanda, and I knew something was bad was going to happen. Right. And the fact that I, I didn't think that it would happen to Emily. I thought Emily would actually be the one to push her off. That would have been too easy. It would have. I was... I hoped too much in this episode. Yeah. And that was my downfall. Yeah. You're always so full of hope, Phil. I am. But, um, you know, I mean, here's, it, going back to the hiding, you know, I wrote, um, surviving equals hiding, which equals ca- which equals cowards. And then at the end, um, you know... Uh, well, I also want to talk about when, when Daniel... When Daniel gets confronted by his father, right? Mm-hmm. Right before he's going into, you know, to make his confession, he says, um, do you want to do this? You know, is this the choice that you want to make? And um, obviously Daniel didn't kind of go through with it, but um, there's a great book by uh, Franz Kafka called America. And this isn't giving anything away because very early on, um, an uncle the only uh, basically an, an immigrant comes to America and he's got you know because he's been outcast by his family from Germany and he randomly meets his uncle who takes him in who's who's really wealthy you know much like Conrad right and he's and he's uh what well, he has a lot of connection but the, is this a book circle online conversation no it's not okay. it, it ties in because <laughs> it ties in because in in that story, he chooses to make the wrong decision, and the uncle, out of principle, completely cuts him off. So mm. I feel like had Daniel made this decision, Conrad would have cut him off completely, you know, out of principle. Yeah. And and let him live or die on a sword. And that's the irony is now, uh, you know, at, at, at the end, Daniel says um, uh, it's basically survival versus sacrifice. And he was sacrificed. He did not survive. Uh, we have to live or die by our choices. Hmm. He died. Um, we write our own endings. He wrote his. Uh, we can hide as villains or as die as heroes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was beautiful. Yeah. It was. It was beautiful. It was. I have nothing else to add. As you would say, <laughs> poetic. It was. This was this was this was out of all the episodes there have been there have been great episodes this for me was the best episode. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um mostly I mean it was just so shocking but uh for me a Henry Cherney episode is uh is a happy episode. Don't you feel like he adds so much to the show? He was really good, and because it was it, it, I, the the conversation on the beach of like, it was just so polarizing. There's gods and there's insects. Stop caring about the ants, 
Right. So, <laughs> but that, but that's just who he, yeah, I mean, like, Conrad was, he was a villain, you know, and, and, and we definitely learned more about how Daniel grew into who he came to be because of Con. I, I just feel like he just, just adds so much dimension to the show. I just love him. I just love him. All right. Anything else to talk about? I mean, there's... It, this is the time? This is the place? This is the time. This is the place. This is the only place until January 4th. Um, right, right. We don't want to miss anything. Uh, oh, oh, yes. I do want to touch on this. Victoria going to see Margot. Doing... Yes. Let's talk about that. Uh, I just feel like it's just another example, another time where Victoria is just so phony and, uh, you know, her relationship with Margot, I mean, what, what is it? What is, does she care about her now, now that she's pregnant she with, well, does she, does she care about her now that she's pregnant with Daniel's child or I, cause I just feel like she never cared about Margot and she just, I, I don't know, but I felt like she was just completely disingenuous in the whole scene. And I, I felt like she was, uh, it felt a little like, have you ever gone to a palm reader? Like, no. you've never just, like, stopped in Hollywood somewhere and just been, no. like, paid the five bucks now? Okay. Sorry. Um, well, I'm, but you've seen it happen, right? I, anyway. I've seen plenty of movies. Okay. I've seen Pee Wee Herman. Perfect. So, I feel like that's what Victoria was doing. Like, that's how it felt to me. Like, Victoria was, like, palm reading. She's like, she's like, but you're having second doubts, right? Like, but, but now you're, you're, you're thinking of raising it alone. Hmm. And now you're, I, I don't know, it just felt, like, what are you doing? Just. I actually thought it was a beautiful scene. <laughs> Did you? Okay. So, I disagree. Um, That's what fair. we do here. It's okay. You're allowed. Fair enough. That's why we're separated by this whole table. That's <laughs> the only reason. Um, anyway, uh, fans, let us know your thoughts down below. This is, this is the episode to really, really dive into it. It's all reaction-based. Um, you know, and there's obviously, we'll go into predictions in a moment so we can theorize where this is headed on January 4th. But, um, more importantly, I want to know your, we're at a loss. We lost one of the greatest actors of this show. I know. Besides Henry Cherney. Who's gone. But maybe they'll do flashbacks for both of them now. Yes, because that would make sense. Emily's going to be like. They did a flashback of Henry Cherney. Yes, but now Victoria would have to have the flashbacks. Right before she dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into our own predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, so we get glimpses that Victoria's mad at um, David Clark. Or at the very least, she has no problem shoving it in his face that because of your daughter, my son is dead. Right. Um, so I predict that, because we also have that conversation between Emily and David where she says, you you kill her now. Like, and he's like... She says that or she's questioning, like, you wanted to kill her? It's a statement or question? I think it was a, it was like a statement. You're going to kill her. Like, that's... That's you. This is on you. Go. And uh, and he, like, nods, like, yeah, okay. You know, I get it. He was going to kill her anyway, and then this mess happens with Daniel, and now, and then she says something, you know, because I'm writing this like I've already seen it, but, um, or rattling this off like I've already seen it, but 
but yeah, obviously Victoria is going to want to go on the attack with Emily again. He can't be having that. But I predict that he will not be able to follow through. And David is not going to last much longer. But what happens with Malcolm Black? Kate, his daughter, is dead. We're about to, re- we could possibly reveal it to the FBI, mm-hmm. which may or may not happen. Um, or something's going to have to be done. Uh, and, but at the very least, Malcolm's going to find out about this. So what, 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 what? I haven't, haven't we discussed the possibility that Kate is Malcolm Black? No, but I feel like knowing what we know, it doesn't quite make sense. You know what I mean? Why? why, I feel like she's his daughter. There's no reason for her to lie about that. She's too young to have anything against him. Yeah. Personally. Anything against David personally. Correct. Okay. Or, I mean, she's too young. Like, how... Okay, so they've been... How young would she have, have to have been to take him captive? And already have an empire in place. Right. So. Well, I'm not sure that Malcolm will come out of hiding now just because his daughter's dead you don't think so you don't think that's gonna make him angry well i think it will upset him but i i I don't he's got goons to he's got goons he's gonna rattle his guy kill emily thorne go whatever it takes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like that maybe he has somebody else at the fbi nothing like a daughter okay um maybe he has ben yeah <laughs> that goon, I know. Um, alright, well that's, I think that's all we got for tonight. <laughs> that's all we got. That's all I have in uh, me. Like I said, I mean this, this episode, it was exhausting. It was really a thrill ride, so, uh, but, but honestly, we want to know from you guys, we've got, we've got a couple of weeks over the holiday break, um, so let's, uh, let's, let's use the time, and, uh, let's spend it with our fans, and vice versa. Um, before we go, I want to give a shout out to uh, Buffy Pribble. Is that how I pronounce it? P R I B B L E. Uh, and thank her for the Christmas ornaments that she made of us. It's pretty cool. So very nice. Awesome. Yes, she made uh, she made a total of six mm-hmm. uh, tree ornaments with uh, with the likes of us on them. Um, not you guys. You don't have to do that. We appreciate it, but you don't have to go to those lengths. Commenting and rating and subscribing is is all we need for this holiday season. That's true. It's um, very. That's true truth. Phil. But anything. Uh, but honestly, guys, anything above and beyond is we're, we're truly uh, touched. We're, yes, um, we love this show. We love do- delivering it to you every every single week um, when it airs. On a couple. <laughs> Where can the people find you and wish you happy holidays or anything else? They can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And have a, have a have a great new year. Have a happy holidays. And, of course, follow us on AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube at YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Or if you haven't already subscribed to our audio version, what are you doing? Right. Do it. Also, you can follow Roxy at Roxy Stryer, and you can follow Christina Kaplan at Tina Cap. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. See you guys next week. Next year. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.